Welcome to Voices of Santa Clara. Having a good idea doesn't get you done. And if we'd hit those, there would have been an explosion. We would have died, obviously. Scholarship should cultivate the virtues. Worry more about, am I searching for what I should be doing next in the world? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Voices of Santa Clara podcast. I'm your host, Gavin Cosgrave, a senior at Santa Clara University. Uh, Thanks for listening to the past two episodes with uh, Dr. Anthony Hazard and Dr. Joellen Posner. They both got really good uh, feedback from everyone that I spoke with. So if you haven't, go check those two episodes out. Um, And today I'm speaking with a student, Shane Hughes. Shane is a a senior political science major and entrepreneurship minor. He plays on on the men's water polo team, and he's also an Embrace Diversity training leader. Shane's had some really interesting internships the past couple years, uh, most notably last summer at Google in Austin, Texas, and he'll talk about that in this conversation. Uh, we also discuss what drew Shane to Santa Clara, his journey through college, advice he would give to his, his former self or to incoming students. Uh, we talk about his entrepreneurship ideas and, yeah, just what he He's looking for in his career. This is a really down-to-earth student perspective, and we go back and forth a little bit on what makes senior year unique. So uh, yeah, enjoy this conversation. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon. Shane, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Of course. Glad to be here. (laughs) So maybe to start out, how did uh, Santa Clara get on your radar, and how'd you end up coming to school here? Sure. So um, I'm from Chicago, uh, great city, best city in the world. But yeah, so there I went to a Jesuit high school called uh, St. Ignatius College Prep. So Mm -hmm. we we filter a lot of kids from Chicago into Santa Clara, so I always kind of like knew of it. Um, But to be honest, I didn't really expect myself to go here. But it became on my, my radar after I was playing water polo because I was getting recruited by a couple of schools. And since Santa Clara was one, was one of them, so um, it was a super cool experience where I got in contact with the coach, and he um, offered to fly me out to like a official visit. And from there on out, I was kind of like, okay, it's, it's one of my options. So when when it came down to me picking what you know what school I wanted to go to, um, it just hit the most like check marks, and ended up being um, a really good fit. Then when you came to Santa Clara, like, did it meet your expectations or kind of how was your experience in your first your first couple of years here, how you spent your time and what you were involved? Yeah, with? overall, I, I would definitely say it, it met and or exceeded my expectations. Um, I think for a lot of people, when they come to a, a new like school in college, the first like few like weeks or months are a little hard. Um, so for me, I'm not gonna lie, it was the same experience. But it's also a really cool experience because we had uh, our season for water polo starts in the fall. So we have preseason, which starts in August, which is a whole month before school starts. So I had a chance to be on campus for a month before. I got to meet a lot of other athletes, um, and I also had like 30 best friends on, on my team. So my experience was a lot different in terms of like. I wasn't stressing about making friends or, uh, or like, I don't know, I wasn't like too concerned about that kind of stuff just because I had a chance to like talk for like a talk with like athletes for a month before. So I had a pretty good group coming in. School was pretty challenging. My first quarter here, I came in as a bio major. So I was doing a lot of chemistry and math and uh, those classes were killer. That was super hard. And, and that and that affected my freshman year a little bit, I would say overall. But honestly, since then, I, I grew a lot. I forgot what I wanted to study. I ended mm-hmm. up leaving bio um, to go to political science. 
which is a interest in mine, and that helped me a lot just be, just because I was a lot more intrigued inside my coursework, which is really which is really helpful since you spend so many hours, you know, doing school here. And then water polo, at least, like I said, has been a big part of my life, and that part has gotten a lot better for me too, just because um, freshman year I was kind of thrown into the deep end and trying to adapt to like, the game here. Mm-hmm. Um, the literal deep end. The literal deep end, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's been really cool to kind of like adapt to the game and just kind of learn it. And um, sophomore, I started as a, f- a freshman, but my role grew a lot as a sophomore. So mm-hmm. just um, and having a year to like get ready um, to play at the college level was also like really huge for me uh, and, my, and my mental health overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so how, how did you, throughout your college experience, decide what types of things you were interested and wanted to get involved with? Like you mentioned switching from biology to political science, but I know you've also had a lot of interest in entrepreneurship and ethics and these other areas. So kind of how, like, how do you decide what to, what to pursue or what you've wanted to get out of your Santa Clara experience and really focus on? I, ha- I have an interest in a-, a lot of things, like too many things, to be honest. So I have a problem trying to choose which interests. Well, first off, like aligning how passionate I am for certain things compared to others. That's the main part. Um, so I'd say like that's where um, my like place for uh, entrepreneurship and why I decided to minor there was just because I realized um, how important that is to me, I guess. My best friend at the school and I, we always bounce ideas off of, off of each other. And inside my phone, I have like an entrepreneur list of probably almost 100 ideas of um, products or apps or uh software that we want to like create so I've, I've, I've had a lot of, of great mentors who are like professors or staff here and they're always saying hey have you heard about this have you heard about this so mm-hmm. um definitely just taking advantage of like your resources and being curious has been uh one of one of my like greatest traits i guess in terms of trying to enjoy my college experience mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I'm, I'm curious about that that list on your phone like if i if i today were to give you Ten thousand, hundred thousand dollars, and I said you have to, you have to drop out of school, stop doing everything you're doing, and just go all in on a oh, business man. idea. What would, you, what, what would you do? Do I have a choice between saying yes or no? <laughs> uh, um, no, for for the sake of the question, you have to you have to pick something. It's okay if there's a couple ideas floating around, but I'm just curious. Like, what are what are some of the types of business ideas you um, come across? Well, I'll talk about one. Um, one that I did in my class, since I'm not going to pursue it anymore because it's too um, complicated, but it was this. Um, so the original idea was a a was a, a creating a technology um, like Snapchat to where you can just like take a photo of a piece of, of a piece of, of clothing and uh, and then it would match you up to a website to purchase that piece of clothing. So essentially like basic e-commerce. But we, we researched that. We found out that a ton of companies are already trying to do that. However, uh, there's a large pain in, in how accurate these apps are, I guess. So we pivoted our idea to create it with QR codes. So putting QR codes on like clothing, whether it's on the tag or like in a small part of like the side of the shirt. So then someone could take a photo of that and and, and instantly buy it also. And um, I said I presented this to a couple um, angel investors in one of my classes with Professor Eberhardt. I think the idea is great, but I think um, implementing it is really tough since you need to like companies would have to like change their, their product lines and like their fac- factories and, and the standards that they have there. That was one of them, but um, I don't know if any of my ideas are good enough for me to want to drop out mm-hmm. though and yeah. take 100k to pursue it. But if I if I was offered that, I'd, I'd definitely uh, start thinking a lot more hard about certain ideas, though. Yeah. yeah, totally. Can you see yourself sometime down the line, like being an entrepreneur? See, that's that's a good question. Um, I'm honestly not sure. I uh, 
originally when I, when I first got to Santa Clara, my first years, I definitely thought I wanted to be an entrepreneur and be a, and 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 run my own startup one day. But believe it or not, after taking my classes here um, in my entrepreneurship minor, um, I've kind of changed my mind because I'm talking to all these people who did it and what they sacrificed and uh, just just how much hard work it was. And to me, it doesn't seem. I don't want to be that stressed and. I don't know. I don't want my life to be that hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, just start my own company. So maybe if I was super passionate, it, I would do it. Um, but more so, I'd rather just like join a startup before it goes like IPO or or once it's in like Series B or C funding. But I, I don't think I'd want to be a founder just because it's so much work and there's so much mental and physical stress that you have that uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I want, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. I think I feel a similar way. I've also been interested in entrepreneurship but I think we kind of romanticize the idea of like you're the one who starts the the business and you get all that fame or glory it's your idea but uh, there's a lot of other people with great ideas a lot of small businesses out there that are doing really cool things but on a small scale and could benefit from connecting to each other or growing and scaling to be a lot bigger and I don't know if I'm too attached to to the idea of me being the one to, to start it as opposed to just joining it's human nature to want to hear about the success stories, you know, right. the, all the Cinderella stories. So you hear about Jeff Bezos starting, you know, Amazon in his garage. And mm-hmm. we all know that most startups fail, but um, most of them fail. But we don't hear about how much of a risk they took, the people who failed took and how much they lost in terms of like just straight up money or their house or how much loans they have now, you know. So for me, I'm, I'm a very um, financially conscious guy overall. So once I started hearing about um, just how much like collateral people are losing. I was like, wow, the only way I'll probably start a startup is if I had like an angel investor and I had nothing to lose, you know, Mm -hmm. just cause I'm, I'm pretty like conservative when it comes, when it comes to money. So Mm -hmm. I think that's a really important part to like, remember. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit about some of your internship experiences as well. So you can either start with last summer or, yeah. or earlier if, if you have any um, stories to share there. But Actually, I'll, I'll go through each summer. So mm-hmm. as, an, as an athlete here at Santa Clara, at least on water polo, we have to spend our summers practicing. And our practice is always after the business day. So we're free to work a job from 9 to 5, but we have practice from 6 to 8.30 every night of the summer. So here I think that's a... It's tough because it's a lot of work, but I think it's a really cool opportunity because a lot of other Division One programs they um, they're not allowed to practice, so they can't ha- have work experience. But as you know, work experience is so important because that's all the work experience you're gonna have before you apply for your first like real job full time. So that's a blessing with uh, athletics program here at Santa Clara. But my first summer here after freshman year, I needed to find a way to stay inside the area since I was, tr- I was from Chicago, so I didn't have like a house here. So uh, my first job here was working as a business services specialist in the housing office, um, which was a super cool job it introduced me to a lot of business um acumen overall uh i got pretty comfortable on the phone with emails and just like a lot of uh basic business stuff um the summer after that was my first like quote unquote real job i get a real internship where i worked at a consulting group up in san mateo and that was a really cool experience also um i, I was i was a pretty like general intern in, in terms of like jumping around with teams um but my official team was a was the talent team so um recruiting hr stuff like that and that was also a super great experience just just because I was first exposed to like corporate America, just learning how like bigger, bigger, bigger companies worked and functioned and just being exposed to a lot of different people, which was a 
amazing experience. That job taught me that HR wasn't more so for me, so I wanted to explore something that that was tailored towards my like skills in terms of like soft skills like uh, like speaking, relationship building, things like that. So I decided to look into sales. So after that, I worked at this startup called Get Around. It's essentially Airbnb for cars, and they're a big competitor to Turo, uh, which is probably. Uh, a car service you've heard of a lot. But get around with a super cool experience. Like I said, I worked as a sales intern. I had the chance to go to uh, beer and wine festivals, pride parades, um, things like that. And I had, I had my own booth and I uh, had the chance to really interact with a lot of customers. And there I would try to get customers to sign up and then I would pass those leads on to our account executives. Um, and that was a, another amazing experience. And that kind of led to my most recent internship at Google, which, is a, which was super awesome. I was in Austin, Texas and I was working, uh, I was essentially doing sales operations there but it's for the our, our largest clients within google cloud so so i can't say the names because of uh confidentiality but think of like deals are like a hundred hundreds of, of millions of, of dollars so so that, that was a super cool experience just because i was working on huge sales teams of around like 60 people mm-hmm. um and trying to uh find ways to streamline processes for our salesmen and, and our teams there. So, you know, Google it was an amazing experience. I was so excited when I got it. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie, the internship is kind of accurate. If you're asking, Austin is a pretty tiny city compared to San Francisco. So I was kind of stuck inside a two mile radius. I didn't have a car, but one of the cool parts we had at Google were unlimited limes. So I was Mm-hmm. scootering everywhere which is super awesome the food was like a restaurant essentially so i gained a lot of weight this summer so that was a little tough they had a ton of games we had a game room which had ski ball like mini basketball hoops we had like a switch a wii and xbox playstations pool tables ping pong tables but the cool thing to me was that at google they really allow you to not just work at your desk. So for me, I I was stationed on the 22nd floor, um, but I had the chance to jump around any floor to do work whenever I wanted to. So that was a really cool experience um, to not kind of be contained in one spot overall. Hmm. Did you ever leave or were you just, I mean, it sounds like you got everything provided for you. Right? Yeah. And that's kind of their goal too. Exactly. Um, I, la- I left a lot, I, not a lot, but I left a lot. I only worked like 40 hours a week, even though work was very tempting and easy to stay at. Uh, there's a lot of things I, I still would have rather been doing, um, for sure. So I hear stories about people who work at these big tech companies and live in like a trailer or like their car just because, you know, work has a gym, a shower, unlimited food, things like that. So I didn't know anyone who did that, but I'm honestly not not surprised here that people do like do that mm-hmm. just, just because these tech companies are so... Um, they have so many resources, you know, that really makes it so easy to just stay at work and take advantage of of all these resources. So it's no surprise mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. And, and how did that internship inform what you were thinking about moving forward? Like, did you think like, I, I like sales. I want to stay here. I want to do something different. Like, how did that kind of inform the way you're thinking about your career now? Honestly, it gave... It gave me direction in terms of what I wanted in the future, which was a rotational program. Because, like, like I said, because I worked on a huge team, um, we, we were talking with, with a lot of different teams um, cross-functionally. So I was talking to marketing and engineering and, of course, sales and strategy. Um, so there's a lot of like different communication. So what I basically learned from working with all these different teams is that I don't know what I want to do, which is why I started to like pursue um, rotational programs full-time. So yeah, so I honestly still don't know what I want to do, but I'm glad that um, 
I'm, I'm thankful that a lot of big tech companies or big companies in general have rotational programs so people can kind of like figure out what they want to do. And for me, it kind of reminds me of my freshman year when I came in, you know, doing bio and then I switched to political science. And now looking back on it, if I could like redo my, my, whole, my entire college experience, I'd probably I'd go straight into the business school and do, uh, I don't know what I'll do inside the business school, maybe marketing or maybe mm-hmm. finance. Um, but anyway, I don't want to have that same experience again when I'm full-time, which is why I'm really lucky to be, like, have a, the chance to do two years of training to learn what I want to do and then pick my direction from there. So it's a super cool experience. Yeah, and, and you let me know before that you, you found a rotational program. Yes. You got an offer, yeah. Yeah, so this week, um, just to touch on that really quick, um, this week I signed a uh, an offer with Visa uh, doing a two-year rotational program there where I can jump around in functions from, like, product to sales to marketing to corporate strategy to risk and audit so i'm pretty lucky to find a company that uh, had exactly what i wanted so i'm really excited uh to embark on that journey uh post-graduation next year yeah congrats that's that's super exciting i'm i'm curious like being a being a senior like does this year feel feel different at all or is, is there anything unique about senior year do you think that's a good question. Um, I'm sure you have your own uh, opinions about this too. Um, so I'd love to hear your, your take. But yeah, yeah. to kind of give a quick response, I think it's cool just, just because now you've been in it for like three years and you're on your last one. But for me at least, I'm really trying to experience everything I haven't experienced before. I'm super into like clubs that I've always been intrigued in but I haven't gone to. So like for example, Super Smash Bros. Club, which mm-hmm. is a fun game of mine that I enjoy. So I'm going to that. Um, after season, I'm probably going to try out um, Intramurals and mm-hmm. uh, and in- Intramurals, Into the Wild, and Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm trying to check out a lot of things like that. But I'm also just trying to have like a really cool experience in terms of enjoying the last few things I can do. So for example, I'm going to Vegas this year. Uh-huh. Going to, I think, I, think I'm going to go to Coachella. I think I'm going to go to Cabo. Or actually, I just bought my tickets for Cabo. So <laughs> um, I'm going to do a lot of like the last like things you're, you do in college, but um, but I haven't done yet. So I'm really excited to uh, kind of like, get these last like senior year memories in i guess yeah how about you what's your what's your take totally i think it's it's cool like you said to kind of know the the lay of the land on campus and be able to like take advantage of all the the cool opportunities and i I think so many so many things have just kind of like popped up by senior year that everyone can kind of find a place where they they feel at home and you can um yeah you, you can just have a good time with with friends and like yes care about school but maybe like a little less a little less yeah your your previous years and and try to especially now yeah and at the end of the day like you're gonna i think like at least i'm gonna remember the 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 fun and the social and the you know like relationships you build here right right and and all the projects that people do and that i've been involved with a lot more than any of the classes I just have a couple of questions that I like to ask at the end of, of interviews. So c- kind of along that line of being a senior now, what uh, what piece of advice would you give to a first year student coming into oh. Santa Clara? So speaking of that, you just touched on what I wanted, what I was going to oh, say perfect. before. Um, I was going to say one cool thing that I'm trying to do a lot now as a senior is just like um, be a resource for like freshmen and sophomores mm-hmm. and almost a mentor. So I'm currently involved as I'm a... Um, I work with Embrace, so I'm a uh, 
So embrace is like part of the being the best Broncos series, which all freshmen ha- have to go through. So I help lead like difficult dialogues about um, diversity and privilege and things of that nature. So that's something I really enjoyed since I'm, I'm really like passionate about that overall. But um, to, t- to answer your question about what advice would I have for freshmen coming in, it would definitely be um, one try to find your group i guess and you might not find it which is fine too but i think you just you, i think it's really important to put yourself out there like i said i got lucky by um you know being on an athletic team that is super close so my whole team they're, they're all my best friends i i've lived with i live in a house with them with 13 of them right now which is super cool i'm going to vegas with them i spend my thanksgiving with them I, i'm always with them and i'm living with them next year in the city also so find your, your group of friends is just a huge uh, support group you have in addition to that i'll definitely say like make sure you're being curious and really exploring everything a campus has to offer i feel like that's not something that i did and it's been like a huge blessing in my life and then lastly i would say try to find a mentor here just because um I think mentors are great just because there's someone you can have to to go to for like advice, whether it's personal or 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 professional, and they can provide a lot of guidance. So, I would definitely um, advise like trying to find someone you trust um, to like reach out to your first two years here, and then mm-hmm. once you're my age, like me this year, I'm trying to be a mentor to people who want who want to you know have help with their career. So, I would definitely suggest um, doing something along those lines. Yeah, totally. Uh, if you could send a message to every person in the United United States, what oh, would man. you want to say? Oh, okay, um, I would probably say um, comparison is the thief of joy. So it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward, but something that a lot of people do, especially in college, is, is comparing yourself to your friends from high school or your friends at college who are doing really cool things. But it's really important to know that everyone uh, is on their own journey. We're all on our own journey and doing our own thing, and we're all going through different experience and adversities and things like that. So just make sure you're focused on like yourself and, and your own goals and not... Uh, you know, looking left and right to see what other people are like up to, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And finally, what does an ideal Saturday look like for you? So perfect Saturday for me would be um, probably waking up early, going to Soul Cycle or Core Power or something like that. Then coming back uh, home, playing some beer dive for a couple hours with some music with my friends and then probably like a nap and then uh, probably a movie night to, to end the day. So so yeah yeah great well thanks so much for doing this conversation I really enjoyed it thanks and thanks for having me I really appreciate it Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and now on Spotify so that you don't miss an episode. Check out the website at VoicesOfSantaClara.com for some shortened transcripts. And you can like the Facebook page and follow on Twitter. I'll see you next time.